everybody. This is Sophie. This is Boo Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. We, we, we've <laughs> taken a little while to get to this point today, I'm going to be honest. Well, sometimes it does. I mean, sometimes it just does. I'm just so thankful that you do the tech support stuff because, like I was just saying, I would pretty much just have to send out a recording on a cassette tape to people. Well, it does make me lose for you. Yeah, well, it makes me lose my patience. And, and David just said a second ago, he's like, I didn't make the computer have problems. It's not my fault. I know, I know, but I hate stuff like that. I hate dealing with all technical support issues. Oh, goodness. But apparently we have we have fixed what was wrong. But And now we have a, a brand-new fancy call recorder software capability, something or other. Well, we've never been more big time than that. <laughs> you, know, you know that time that I, I read that, what, what's this magazine, that Mac Life, and it said, like, um, podcasts like the pros, and I determined we were doing everything wrong? Yes. I had never thrown away that magazine. It's been in our guest room for months, and so I went and grabbed it when I couldn't get the other thing to work. Oh. And so, um, see, old-fashioned magazines, handy. Uh-huh. And so uh-huh. that's how I need to download this this particular thing we're using right now to record. Okay. Well, look at that. It paid off. Mm-hmm. So. Somehow, so I, could even, I could grab outdoor life. I could grab an in-style mm-hmm. or a people, but we wouldn't have anything that would help us with any kind of podcast. Right. Well, I think I've told you before that right after we moved here, I, th- mm-hmm. I think I've told this story on a podcast about how right after we moved here, I was at this retreat and the man speaking at the retreat said, I could walk. I don't care what you tell me about your about your walk with the Lord. I could walk around your house and pick up the magazines on your coffee table. And that would tell me so much more than what you say. And I remember thinking like, oh, what does us magazines (laughs) say about me? It says, listen, I need to know what's going on in the world. I'm a person who enjoys current events. I'm a person who wants to know what's going on. Well, and that was in that was in the, all in the middle of like Brangelina and all that. So mm-hmm. it was very important to be informed. You were piled up in it. You know what I still have in my nightstand drawer? What is? And I've just kept it. Is the People magazine, and it's dated. Is it dated August third? It's it's the People magazine from the week Caroline was born because I'm sentimental. Oh. But I had bought it before I had her. And I don't know that I've ever read it, but Angelina's on the cover because that's when all the Brangelina stuff was happening. And so I've kept it. It's like a collector's item, but I can't <laughs> throw it away. Well, it really is. You should you should hold on to that. It might be worth some money one day. It might. I put it in Caroline's baby book. It'd be like a precious, precious mem- memento. That's exactly right. Yes. So. so anyway, that's all that's going on here pretty much. I've just been going round and round with the computer, but now it seems to be fixed. Although we still have the whole step where I've got to get this sucker into garage band, but we're going to cross our fingers on that. Well, if not, then the two of us have had a great time talking. <laughs> I know. This is so true. So you're making checks Mix. I'm making checks Mix, and I'm making jalapeno popper dip. Yeah, I've been dying to try the jalapeno popper dip. I've never tried it before either, and that's why I've just been dying to try it. And I thought, well, while I'm making all the dips and all the stuff today, so I'm making that, and I'm making Chex Mix, and I'm making sweet and spicy pecans. I love those. Uh, those I mean, I could eat those. Mm-hmm. That, that may be my favorite thing. That may be my favorite thing, too. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm trying to think what else. That's it. That's all I'm making right now. I may have to... Because, see, like, Alex and David would not care for the jalapeno poppers dip. They don't like a dip nearly mm-hmm. as much as I do. Mm-hmm. But for sister, I bet she would enjoy it. So I may get yes. the stuff to make that. Okay. Well, I'll let you know. I'll let you know because I'm going to try it tonight. So I'll let you know if it's any good or not. Because the one I found, it's one on Pinterest. And it's all the stuff. And then it's got, like, a Ritz cracker crust oh. on top that mm-hmm. you mix the Ritz crackers with butter before you bake it. And uh, you I don't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's got the bacon mozzarella and all that stuff. Um, do you use Fritos with it? I would assume you eat it with a Frito. I don't um, know what would be better than that. I don't know what would be better than a Frito scoop. No, I think that's what it calls for. I mean, I can't imagine you'd want anything else. So, um, so anyway, but I got tickled earlier because I thought Pinterest is like the new, see, it's kind of like that guy that said he could walk around your house and tell you like what's <laughs> You buy your magazines. Like Pinterest, I thought it was so funny because I was just kind of messing around this morning. It was storming here, and I was on Pinterest, and I was looking. And I thought, Pinterest gives you an interesting window into people you don't really know. Because I was like, well, Kelly Smith is apparently really looking for a breakfast casserole. 
you know, because there's like 40 of them pinned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's like the, the everybody could have known that time that we went on the paleo diet for three days. You could, yeah. you could have totally told when I was gearing up for that. Yes. There was one day a friend of mine, somebody I know in real life, but I got on Pinterest and every single pin was either some sort of exercise you do at home or a motivational quote about exercise. And I was like, well, somebody has gotten herself in quite a workout frenzy. And it almost got to the thing where you're like, is this a joke? Did somebody like hack her account and just, cause it was everything. It was like, you know, sweat is tears leaving your body. <laughs> Today is the first day yeah. of the rest of your life. I mean, it was, it was like one big gym ad the whole page. Well, I know I may have to do that the first of the year. I may have to, there may be, I may have a lot of motivational quotes on, on Pinterest too. Although yeah. I told you the other day, I'm really, I don't get on Pinterest very much anymore. I know. It was, I know. I, there was a point where I felt like, it was probably about four or five months ago, and I thought, okay, we have made all the things yes. with sausage that we can make. Like, yes. We, <laughs> yes. There's no, there are no more casseroles. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's nothing else. And, and, no. But no. I just needed, I needed time for it to refresh. I felt like I was yeah. seeing the same things over and over. Yeah, I agree. And haven't you, have you, have you been burned by anything on Pinterest that everybody's like, this is the best, whatever. And you make it and you're like, well, that's terrible. There was something I made. It was some kind of soup that I made that I had pinned and, and um, it was not good. It was not, okay. it was not tasty. Now there's one soup that has tortellini in it that I've made several times mm-hmm. that I love that has, um, you put spinach in it and it's delicious, but I'm, I'm really the only one in my family who maybe what? likes it quite as frequently as I would like to cook it so yes I have a lot of things like that I have a lot of things like that I um I still get on Pinterest but mainly when I'm looking for something specific like just kind of when or when I have like this year I got on and I looked like Christmas decorations because I was just kind of interested to see different stuff or if I'm looking for a certain recipe I found it's been a good source of like crock pot recipes that's true it is a good source of crock pot recipes Mm -hmm. I would agree with that Mm -hmm. um, and your mantle looks really cute by the way I saw it on your on your blog I saw it on your blog well thank you did you see that my sign says that it's signing (laughs) for the world to hear that's uh-huh. Perfect. That's so perfect. Uh-huh. It's a little sign for the hearing impaired. We're <laughs> signing loud for the world to hear. It's so perfect. Um, yeah, you know, I just really kind of got everything. I, well, no, I can't even say I have. I still have not done one thing to my dining room. I always put um, ornaments on my chandelier in my dining room, and not, not it's mm-hmm. not a chandelier; it's a light fixture. But yeah, um, but I haven't done I that. Put yet. on airs. I know. I'm being so fancy. Um, <laughs> fancy knots um the but i still haven't done that but i have i have wrapped a lot of presents and i have to make that bar in our living room into like our mantle and i have done that so i'm better than i was a week ago okay well i think that's fine i normally do all that ribbon and stuff coming from my chandelier which is also really just a light picture <laughs> Um, right. And apparently, according to Holly Mathis, a very dated one that needs to be replaced. Yeah. So I think mine's pretty dated too. But you know, yeah. I, know. I thought the other day I'm at that where I, like I feel like I'm at that age mm-hmm. where can you remember going into like people's parents' houses when you were little or your friends' houses and like it looked like it had been frozen? Yes. Like, yes. I thought that's right where we are because we yes. have, we've had some of the same furniture for a long time. Yes. And I don't, unlike when we got our first house, I don't rearrange constantly. I don't, I'm not always mm-hmm. trying to paint something or do something. Like, I'm real content for it just to be what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. I think it's hard. I think the house stuff is hard because it, like, I know what I like when I see it, but... I mean, it, it's a work to keep your house updated. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's expensive. I mean, that's the other thing. I mean, because it's new fabrics and it's new furniture. And it's, I did paint a chair in my kitchen red this week, though. You did? I did. I've been, well, there again, Holly Mathis had told me to do it about two years ago. And I finally did it this week. But um, it was just because it's like our desk chair. So it's just a little pop of red in the kitchen. It looks really cute. Well, good for you. I, yeah. I feel like I, I used to do stuff like that all the time. And it really is like when I started the the blog, I, that kind of stuff kind of went by the wayside. Like everybody, whatever, I don't know. But you did, you painted what? You painted some little table aqua not that long ago. Yeah. And I I painted my kitchen cabinets, that kind of stuff. But I just, I used to have something like that going on all the time. Yes. And, um, I just, the house kind of takes the back burner 
now to the point I hadn't told you this yesterday. You know my <laughs> friend Jean. You know how I love Jean. Yes. Jean texted me yesterday and she said, Sophie, she said, here's what I would love to do as a Christmas gift to you. I would like to help you clean out your closet. <laughs> <laughs> because she knows how bad it is. It's horrible. I mean, it's like, because oh. she said, one of her daughters, she said, help me do that not too long ago. And I'm, it was so good to see how much stuff I had in there that I didn't need. Mm-hmm. And, um. But, you know, I was like, well, I would right. take her up on that. Oh, I will, too, because she uh, can mess around. I would love to have somebody. That's what I wish. If I, because I do that for Caroline, like I'll go in her playroom while she's at school and just clean a bunch of stuff out. But I know if she were here, she would say she still wanted, but mm-hmm. she won't miss it if it's gone, you know, yeah. like she's not going to notice. And I wish I'd have somebody, I wish somebody would do that for me, like come in and just get rid of stuff. And I would never, so I wouldn't have to agonize over, but what if I want it again? Or what if I'm going to need that? Somebody could get through every drawer in this whole house, I promise. <laughs> And throw stuff out, and I would never know. Like, I thought the other day, I thought, what is stopping me from just getting garbage bags uh-huh. and just opening these drawers and dumping them? But it's the fear that there is some precious drawing mm-hmm. from K4. Yes. Or, you know what I mean? Or, like, yes. a thumbprint ornament. Mm-hmm. From, I mean, it's that kind of stuff. Like, But, obviously, it's not too much of a treasure to me. Like, I thought, why do I have stuff yeah. in, in bowls all over my house? And it's like old pictures and stuff like that. And they don't mean enough to me that I put them in an album, but I'm scared if I throw them away, I would be so sad. Yes, I know. And see, and I think the pictures as a whole, that's a whole Pandora's box right there. Because I have my pictures all on Shutterfly. I have a lot of my pictures all on my computer. How many duplicate places do I need to have my pictures? I know. I haven't printed out photos to put, like, in an album or something since Caroline was probably four. Oh, I haven't either. I never do that. No. But my thought is, if she gets old and wants to, I'll say, go read my blog. (laughs) There's your childhood. Go read it. Go read it right now. So, I think it's hard. But then, it's like, and how many, I mean, because up until she was four, I bet I have 15 photo albums that I put together. You know, not, I didn't scrapbook. It's just pictures and albums. But I don't have, you know, those are just taking up space. I know it's tricky. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how to handle all that. I get overwhelmed by that. That's why I have stuff in all the drawers. Like that's why I, there's not a drawer. There were well, there are a few drawers in this house that are empty, but they are few and far between. Yes, I, I know. just I, I have a thing. It's not with me. It's I just. It's not that I'm sentimental about it at all. It's just I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't make good decisions about what to keep and what to throw away. So I just don't make the decision. I totally get it. I feel like the only place, my closet, I'm good about what what to keep and what to throw away. I'm, I feel like I'm very balanced and I'm pretty honest with myself about what will I wear and what will I not wear. What do it, I need to save? Mm-hmm. Because it may have future vintage, you know. But see, I think that, that but, but that's that whole thing that like that matters to you. Yeah. So, like you keep up with it because that's something that you enjoy. That's true. And that's so, true. you know, it's kind of, I don't know, but like, I don't, I tell you what I don't enjoy is organizing drawers so like i just didn't let it all sit there but like i've I've got to do something like i I don't i don't know when or what but i've got to do something well that's the other thing is it takes time because i know like was it two years ago whenever gully and i had that garage sale i think that's been two years ago this spring i mean like before that because i was motivated i mean i cleaned out i mean i can't even tell you how much stuff i cleaned out but see i feel like i could start and it took like a month or a Mm -hmm. month and a half to do it all but see i feel like i could do it all over again now golly And I don't feel like I accumulate that much stuff, but it's just stuff that you needed at one point that you don't need. You know what I've I've had the realization of now, and I'll be interested to hear if it's like this in Alex's closet. Caroline's clothes are all still hanging on like her baby hangers. Oh, I just thought about that this morning. (laughs) And I thought, you talk about something I need to do. Yeah. Heading into next year is get my child some full-size hangers. Yes. But I still have all the tiny hangers. And, like, you talk about me cramming some blue jeans into those <laughs> slots so they'll hang. But I mean, that is a for real, like, it is an undeniable mm-hmm. yeah, it realization needs that, mm-hmm. that that they're growing up yes. when you don't have the little hangers in your closet. No, but I'm all teary-eyed right now just talking about it. See, it's that because I noticed it. I was, she has a bunch of shirts and, you know, she's got now some of those like drapier shirts and whatever. And I was like, well, none of these will stay on the hanger. I can't get any of them to stay on the hanger. 
Well, of course not. They're made for like a three-year-old. And yeah. now she's a 10-year-old. I mean, her shoulders are a little bit bigger now. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I guess she probably doesn't need these baby hangers anymore. I know. It's, but, it's oh. oh. I know. I know. Listen, I curl up. Oh. <laughs> I told Alex this morning, I said, your voice is getting deeper. Because uh-huh. it really is. You just see kind of, he is. just kind of talks like this, Mama. You know, like it's just, uh, but not like it's not not like the real getting deeper. But he just mm-hmm. doesn't have that baby sound at all to his voice sound, which he shouldn't. He's ten, but it just kind of yes. hit me. I can't get down this road right now. I, I, <laughs> I not not right here before not, Christmas. Not the holidays. I but I, really, I will I say, here's the thing, though. Do you agree? Gully and I had this conversation on our Christmas shopping weekend. That like people always say when your kids are little bitty, like at Christmas and stuff, they're like, you need to enjoy it. These Christmases are the most special and da da da. And I'm gonna say I don't really miss Christmas not having a toddler. I don't either. Not at all. I, I like, like, and I love this age. Me and I even too. told Alex yesterday. I was like. You, I said, you and me, we're headed to prime time for us. Uh-huh. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, because when you were little, you were great and you were darling. and But you kind of scared me. Like, I, yes. I, I'm not one <laughs> to be around everybody's children. I mean, like, they're great and I'm happy for you. But I just don't love a lot of little kids. Yes. But I, you know how I feel about teenagers. And uh-huh. I, I like, I love that age so much. And I know it's hard. And I've talked to my yes. friends who have teenagers. And I know it's stressful. And I get that. But I'm so much more comfortable dealing with that age group. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, yeah. I I feel like I'm better equipped to, to deal with this stage than I was the toddler stage. We may be laughing at ourselves in two years. Well, but I just, I know that I enjoy people this age and older maybe more yes. than I do. I mean, there's nothing sweeter than a little one. Don't get me wrong. I'm just no, saying, I'm- like, as far as my personal strengths in my personality i like them i like the older ages a little bit more or i guess i'm more comfortable there i agree I, it's so funny i told perry i said i love this age because and i love because caroline's funny and it mm-hmm. like and you know there's nothing that we value more than funny yeah, and y'all are the same I funny funny trumps all and like on the way to school yesterday or two day, on thursday we were uh, i was praying with her i always pray out loud on the way to school and and I was just, and she was sitting there and I said, God, we just thank you that we just have one more day of school before Christmas break. And like, she just bust into, she said, can I get a what, what? And I, was like, oh, I love that she is funny. That is funny. Like, it just makes me happy. And see, that's just the stuff I just, I love. And like last night, we just, Perry got home from hunting and we like just turned on Elf and we stayed up late and like I'm looking forward to Christmas break of like nobody's going to freak out if we get off our schedule. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about getting somebody home to bed in time. I just I don't know. I'm I like this age. I do too. We're tired. Mm-hmm. So there you have but it. But it's still sweet to have one running around in a little bubble suit. I'm not gonna lie. Like, it is. It is a little smock train set oh. the front of a. I know. Mm. I know. It is. It is. But it is a lot. I think it's a lot hard. It's a lot physically harder. For yeah, sure. it's physically harder. It's just like mm-hmm. I, I've spent the last two days, you know, wrapping presents and all that kind of stuff. And, um, and I thought, you know, I've had to do so much more of that this year, but it's because, you know, we don't have to do the, we're not staging the big thing where everything yeah. it's, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. It's just, it's a different, it's just a different time. Yeah. But is. I like it. Yeah, me too. I like it. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. So, um, okay. So I've gotten several, um, emails and and comment not I don't not comments but things mm-hmm. on Twitter about us and scandal and what do we think? Oh, okay. So I had meant to direct people because you wrote a post over at Rees about it that was great. Yeah, but that was before the last two episodes of the. That's true. I was. I mean, the last two episodes. Well, that second to last one with Huck and oh, the Huck and Quinn stuff. Listen, I. I, can't. I was disturbed. I, you know, I had to fast forward. And we should say, like, if you don't watch Scandal, you may want to, like, forward through this because. Yeah. Um, I care. Yeah. But if you think you're going to watch it down the road. But the, well, the, the, the Huck stuff has thrown me. The Quinn stuff, I don't know who she is. And she doesn't either. No. Um, that drives me crazy. No. I, th- I think, you know what I hated with Huck, though? And here's the thing. And maybe I'm missing something. But. I used to always kind of sympathize with Huck. Like he was this likable, like you, you, you felt bad for him because of what he's been through. But I feel like the stuff with Quinn kind of 
altered that a little bit because now I'm like, he's freaky. Yeah, the, the redemptive thread that was there before is not really there anymore. No, I feel like mm-mm, it's gone. And maybe they'll bring it back around. But I feel like before he was always somebody that you were rooting for. I would agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but not anymore. Um, and then the the stuff, what was the last one? The ending of the last one where um, her daddy went back to. Yes. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there he was. Mm-hmm. There he was. And he was ousted. But that scene, his scene with Fitz. Oh, my goodness. Eli Pope. Oh. That was something else. That, that was, was something else. I could watch that. I mean, I told you afterwards I mm-hmm. wanted to memorize it. Mm-hmm. That was some acting. That was some acting at a top-notch level. And the stuff with the vice president, my word. I, <laughs> but I will say, like, that last episode... I mean, you know, that whole storyline was, was sort of out there in the mm-hmm. sense of that, that was a lot that happened very quickly on that particular plot line. Yes. It was. But, but it her, was. like that scene with them when she'd finally had it, uh-huh. that was another uh-huh. good one. Yeah, it was good. I mean, just that whole thing. And, you know, and here's the thing about, and and you forget, but I remember this from, which I quit Grey's Anatomy a long time ago, but Shonda Rhimes is kind of notoriously, she pushes the envelope on some, on some storylines. Yeah, I never watched Grey's, but, um, but yeah, certainly on Scandal, I have, I have picked up on that tendency. Yes. I mean, you think, well, on Grey's, I mean, there was a time that a girl kept seeing her dead fiance all the time. Thought she, she did? Was yes. Izzy. That's, that was back in the days when I watched. That's been years ago. That was like season three or like four. Like seeing visions of him or something? No. Well, like you couldn't tell. It was like she really thought she saw him. I don't know. It was real weird. Denny. Denny. Huh. She, yeah. So, and you know, Kyle Chandler was on Grey's. One he time. was? Yeah. He made it. He was a guest. He was a bomb. He oh. was there to detonate a bomb and he blew up. Kyle Chandler did, and he was it's yes, never a good thing if Kyle Chandler plays that. I'm here. I'm here to tell you that's a. I know, and he was resurrected as Coach Taylor on Friday Night well, Lights. So it all worked out. It all it all turned out. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's true. He was. But, well, um, the scandal thing um, that I feel like this season, I feel like we've seen. Certainly, we've gotten some insight into Melly. Oh, for sure. But see, I feel like there's something in Melly. I think they do a good job because you hate her, but you kind of feel for her. Well, yeah, because she's a product. She's a product of that machine. I mean, you know, she has she has desensitized herself to things that would make other people incapable of staying for the sake of being a part of it. And so I think that's very interesting. Yeah. She basically sold out her marriage, her life, her relationship for that. Uh, and Cyrus, I mean, like the whole thing of Cyrus setting up James, I mean, that whole, that whole thing, but Cyrus is like, he's had this, you know, he said several times this season, and this is the English nerd in me, like that looks for repetition, but he said uh-huh. over and over and again, he's the devil. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, and he, he's pretty close. I mean, Ooh. he's, he's kind of sold his soul in a lot of ways. Just ruthless. Yeah, yeah, he is. I mean, but that's just, but see, I don't think that that's that far from the truth. I think that's a politician mentality. If you're going to do whatever you've got to do to stay in power. I will tell you that between Scandal and Homeland, and we've talked about this before, uh-huh. between Scandal and Homeland, there is very little on the news. I mean, the, you know, there's some basic stuff that I take at face value, but anytime anything sudden happens, like there's uh-huh. some like assassination or not that there's been one of those lately, but yeah. But there's some twist on the national landscape. I really, I go like, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. yep. That's B613. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. Yep. That's right. That's right. It'll, it'll turn you into a total conspiracy theorist. It I don't really know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. But there were some things, and we won't get into it, but there were some things a couple of weeks ago when I was like, uh-huh. Because I emailed you and sister and said, mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. That's a coincidence. Uh-huh. That's a nice coincidence. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's a rabbit trail. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So then anyway, scandal. I mean, I love it. I mean, I just, there's no, there's no way around it. I mean, I was kind of depressed Thursday night that it wasn't on. I can't believe it's not going to come on again until February 27th, but we'll have Downton Abbey. Oh, I'm so excited and I don't want to be disappointed and I have tried not to read anything. He's watched it. Me too. Has, like he's been watching it as it's been going on in England. I haven't watched. I mean, I haven't read anything about it, but just to hear the music and see the people, yes. I think will be all I need. I agree. 
I agree. And then I don't know, when is Mad Men starting back up? Probably March. No, it's, you know what? I think it's going to be the last season and I think they're doing too many seasons. So they're going to do like a, a half a season. Like I can't even remember something like six episodes and six episodes. Okay. Okay. You know, that is somewhere, somewhere. I didn't tell you this earlier in the week. I had this, I had a nightmare. It really was a nightmare. I had this bad dream and I was trying to escape from something in my dream. Mm Mm-hmm. And I kept calling my dad to come save me. Like, I was like, I need you to come get me. And he was trying to get to me, but it, he, it was taking him a while. And when he showed up, he was Don Draper. You are kidding me. No, it was Don Draper. And I told, I called my dad because he's a madman guy. And I mean, he just, that just tickled him to no end. But it was, I dreamed he, I mean, came in in the fedora. But it was like, I knew his dad, but it was Don Draper. It was Don Draper. Yeah, so figure out that level of my subconscious. I don't even know what that means. But I think it's because I know my dad... Those were the years that he was building his career, right? all of that. That was because after when Mad Men started, my dad sent me, which I wish I still had him. I'll have to see if he still has him. But like hilarious pictures that like different, like friends of his that he used to work with back in the 70s and late 60s had sent him. And it was like them, like in the office, like on their, on their rotary dial phones, like smoking <laughs> a cigarette while they're on a business call, yeah, you know, with that some kind sideburns. of uh, with some sideburns and like a gold tie, you know, like a, <laughs> and I'm talking harvest gold. Not, oh yeah. Not a oh, yellow yeah. gold, a mm-hmm. harvest gold. Oh yeah. The ties were something else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the hair that you think that's when they used to use a blow dryer. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. To get that full body. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> the um the when you said about you had the bad dream i was talking to my sister-in-law rose yesterday and she was saying her foot was had been bothering her uh-huh. and she plays tennis a lot and i was like did you hurt it playing tennis and she said no she said it was fine and she said and the other night i had this dream she said that scott and i were in this wreck and she said it was a really bad wreck. Like, we flipped a whole bunch of times. She said, ever since I woke up, my, my foot's been hurting. And I said, well, I didn't know that you could injure your foot in a dream. <laughs> she said, well, I didn't either. Well, yeah. so she went to the doctor, and it's something else. But um, but anyway, I told David later, I was like, Rose has hurt her foot terribly. And he said, how? And I said, in her dream. She began a terrible accident in her dream. <laughs> And now her foot hurts. Now her foot is very injured. See, the human brain is weird. <laughs> it's so weird. That is so strange. That is bizarre. Well, well, you know, I've been waking up with shoulder pain. I haven't talked about it again on the blog because everybody <laughs> scared me about my frozen shoulder. And I don't, I don't want to hear about that. Uh, no, you got enough hypochondria issues without, without well, that's it. bringing I, the, like the, the jury in on it on the Internet. I know. I do too. Oh. I've been waking up. I wake up almost every night with my shoulder hurting. But the weird thing is it, is it does not hurt during the day. It's got to have something to do with your mattress or a pillow or something. Something. I don't know. I can't think about it. But um, <laughs> Or it could be a rare and fatal shoulder condition. Well, it probably is. It's, it's frozen shoulder. I'm going to lose all mobility. Oh, um, hard. I know, but I've been taking a leave at night before bed for the last couple of nights, and that seems to have helped. I think it just got aggravated. I think I did something to it. Well, you know, that sounds like, you know, I always talk about my carpal tunnel. Yeah. I have horrible carpal tunnel in both my wrists. And, um, but whenever I talk about it, like it's real flared up today because I wrapped presents all day yesterday. Oh uh, yeah. Repetitive motion. It's a, it's, uh-huh. and you know, plus as much as I type and write and all that kind of stuff. And, um, so, and every time I say something, David will say, well, what'd the doctor say about it? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I hadn't been to a doctor. Like, <laughs> I, no. I'm just going solely off of what I know from my own personal knowledge as well as the internet. I mean, yes. I, don't, I don't know anything about a doctor. No, no. Why am I going to go see when I can Google? What does it mean when your shoulder hurts? I don't know why I need to go pay a fifty dollars copay. Right. And then That's rest. Me. I mean, like that gives you something to think about for weeks. Exactly. I mean, and you can. It can be as as serious or as mild as you want it to be, depending <laughs> on what you decide to look at on the internet. Well, I had a bump on my chest, and I have a friend who just went to the went to the dermatologist and had to get like a carcinoma removed. Uh-huh. I had a thing pop up on my chest. And so like for two days, I didn't even tell you this for like yep. two days. I was like, well, here we go. Uh, I've always known I was fair skinned and, yes. and I've had a couple of close calls before. And, but here we go. Anyway, it was a pimple. Oh, well, of course it was. Mm-hmm. Of course but it for was. two days, well, I mean, you talk about scrutinizing something. It's a wonder the thing didn't get infected as much as I looked at it and put and pushed mm-hmm. on it and, well, and Nina, Gully's grandmother, would tell you that she knows somebody who had a pimple one time, and they messed with it, and it got infected, and that infection went to their brain, and they died. <laughs> well, 
That's a true story. Gully always says she wonders why she has to, why she struggles with fear. And then we, well, I think that's pretty much it. Um, well, you know, and I, whenever I think, wonder why I struggle, like with, you know, invented and some real, some invented conditions, uh-huh. it's because nothing fascinates my mama more than an illness. Like she is not going to hone in and uh-huh. really ask you for some details. Like she will, unless you have a condition and, and almost always she will have had something very similar to it. Or um, she knows somebody who's had something similar to it. But, like, that's, you know, she should have been a nurse. She really should have been. Yes. So she could just sit and diagnose people all day long. Oh, have mercy, yes. So, anyway. Uh, um, Now, we had talked about the 70s earlier. You know what movie I really want to go see is uh, American Hustle. Oh, me too. I saw the the preview last night. But I'm going to, I don't think that's going to be one I can convince David to go see. Okay, well, I wish we lived in the same. I feel like for the first time, it was funny. I was looking and I thought, I feel like for the first time in a lot of years, there are a lot of movies I would like to go see over Christmas vacation. I know, me too. Well, I want to see Anchorman and then um, David and um, sister and sister's husband and daddy are going to go see that Wall Street thing. The Leonardo DiCaprio one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That and then I want to see the the Saving Mr. Banks. Yes, I want to go see that. That looks so good. And then I haven't, I still haven't seen Frozen. I loved Frozen. I thought Frozen was just as cute as it could be. And I would go see it again. Okay. And I want to see American you know, I was, Hustle. I was, oh, yeah. The, um, I, I was terribly burned by the whole um, the Brave debacle. So I'm. That's yes. Kind of no, Frozen will, Frozen will redeem it. Frozen okay. will redeem it. It's, it's a good one. The music in Frozen is so good. Okay. Yeah. And, it's, and they've got a comical sidekick who's legitimately. Like, he's legitimately comical and not just annoying. You know how sometimes, like, the funny sidekick will just, like, make you want to, like, bash your head in? Mm-hmm. But this one, like, he's genuinely funny. Okay. So, um, so anyway, so it's good. And then what else? Did I, oh, and then The Book Thief, which isn't even showing anymore at the theater closest to me. But I've been, I want to go see that. I've heard and great I've, things about that. I know. I'm dying to go see it. We went and saw, I saw Catching Fire, which I loved. Um, so anyway, I feel like there's a lot of movies I want to go see. Well, you, you know, the last thing I went to see was Gravity. Uh, well, and that was, that was, that'll, that'll burn you. I'm going to tell you what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd not, I, that was not for me. No, well, I knew it wasn't going to be for me because as much as I love Sandra Bullock and George Clooney, I can't deal with space. I just, <laughs> I, I can't deal with space. I can't deal with thinking about being out in space. Well, that, you know, that part didn't bother me, but I just, anyway, I think I've even gone off on this tangent before, but I just, have we done a podcast since I went to see it? Have we, I I don't know. Did you blog? I'm thinking I did. I blogged about it and then I didn't edit it and edited the post and I took it down and then I never edited it because that's kind of how I'm rolling these days. But, um, anyway, not my favorite. No. But I did watch, as you know, I watched Working Girl this afternoon because Ray had got me on that, that, that train of thought earlier this week. Yes. And um, it's always a good one. It is. That's a good one. That is a really, that's when Melanie Griffith was in her prime. And still Magnolia's last night. Oh, oh that's so good. But I'm going to say this. What? At the time, like, and it was, that's such a great, that was such a great movie to see in the theater. Still Magnolia's. Like, it's a movie yeah. where it's, it's better when you're with a group of people. Because I agree. there's just so many moments that are funny and all that. Mm-hmm. But Olympia Dukakis and the Southern Accent. Uh, not so good. Not so good. No. I mean, there's some there's some bad ones. They're overly exaggerated, and they're not Louisiana accents at all. But that's a whole other that's a that's that's a whole other kettle of fish. But the yes. the yes. um but the Olympia Dukakis. Who has bad news? Yeah. Well, you got to figure if your last name's Dukakis, you're not necessarily <laughs> specializing in a Southern accent. I, I just but, I think you can. But anyway, but besides that, it's still like it's so fun. It's so it, fun. Yeah, the first time, oh, that's my brownies. I'm going to have to go pull those out of the oven. But I was going to say, the first time I saw Steel Magnolias, it was a sneak preview, and I was a freshman at A&M. And it was showing at the movie theater on campus. Like, we had, like, a, so they were doing a special thing. And I went with my roommate and my suite mates. And it's just, so that, to me, is all put into, because to me, it was one of the best movies I'd ever seen at that point. And then to be with those people, it was just a great, it was a great experience. Okay, give me two seconds to get my brownies out of the oven. Sure thing. I don't want them to burn. Now I can't find my hot pad. <laughs> what are you doing with brownies? 
What am I doing with them? Yeah. Um, I made these brownies. I think I've had a, can you hear me? Yeah. Um, I put it on the blog the other day. I did, uh, I just used the Gardelli, like double chocolate brownies. Yes. I don't make them from scratch, but Edie at Life and Grace had put a recipe for like homemade brownies with icing on her blog. Yes. I remember you linking to that. I just didn't yes. get to look at it. And so I ended up making my normal Gardelli brownies, but then I made Edie's icing. And then it was because Caroline was having Bible study and we needed like a little Christmas snack and I didn't want to go to the store. And then we crushed candy canes over the top mm-hmm. and it was some kind of good. And so I had told you Caroline know, I would make them again. I wrote that down on my grocery list now that I think about it. And I also wrote down to get those peppermint M&Ms after we talked, or the mint M&Ms after we talked about that last night. Oh. We're on our, like, 15th bag of those. I can't even tell you how many of those we've eaten. But something about that chocolate, the rich chocolate brownie, and they're rich. I mean, but it's like the rich chocolate brownie with the icing and then just that little crunch of the peppermint on top. Mm. So good. So um, Caroline asked me if I would make those again. So I did. That sounds delicious. It's really good. And it was so easy. And they look really pretty because you've got kind of the, like, chocolate, and then you've got all that mint crushed on top. And so they look really pretty. Well, um, are you making anything new this year? Or are you or are you just doing the snacks and things? No, I think I'm just doing snacks. I've already made our first batch of eggnog, um, which I do not care for eggnog. But Perry, I don't really either. It. No, it kind of I don't I don't like a thick frothy drink really. So do you just make it and put it in a pitcher or something, and then yeah, I just make it and put it in a big pitcher, and then he just stirs it and drinks it. That's it. Okay. Well, see, sister always brings us boiled custard from um, from Nashville because the dairy, purity dairy in Nashville, they make boiled custard, which is really like, it's like liquid ice cream is what it is. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so we love that. But I, eggnog's okay. never been my deal. But I don't like any drink with nutmeg in it. Oh, okay. Well, you know, Perry doesn't even put nutmeg on top of his because I don't make it with nutmeg. It's just eggs and cream and milk and some alcohol and sugar. I think that's it. And then, but he doesn't like it with nutmeg either. He just Does drinks he warm it. it. No, he drinks it cold. Wow. A refrigerator. I know. I just, I don't care for it. I remember my big Bob, my grandpa used to keep like cartons of like the store-bought eggnog, like the non-alcoholic kind. And mm-hmm. he would just, I mean, he would drink that all Christmas long. I don't know I, if I've ever had eggnog with the alcohol in it. Seriously. Um, it, I mean, then it just tastes like an alcoholic milkshake. I mean, it's fine, but I just, I can't, I don't like the taste of eggnog. I'm more of a, I'm, I'm a lot more like a, like I found something on Pinterest the other day and it was like a cream de menthe, like martini. I'm more of a Bailey's with some, maybe a little bit of vodka and a chocolate liqueur and a, like, it's got to taste a little bit like a, like, like a dessert. candy. Yes. Yes. I can't remember how, where I was. At one point in my life, I thought that, that was a very grown-up thing to have coffee in my Baileys. What I did not know was that I did not care for Baileys. <laughs> so <laughs> so it, was, it was all very underwhelming. Yes. At whatever point to, I decided to try that, it was very yeah, underwhelming. That tends to limit that experience. I know. Uh, I know. Um, okay, what else? What else we have? Anything? Um Okay, now I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to report because we've talked about this on previous podcasts. I noticed that the other day you tweeted, and I tweeted back to you, that you were struggling with your eyelashes. Oh, Lord have mercy. It's terrible. There's, okay. they're, they're the worst they've ever been. I'm going to say well, that. They're the worst I, they've ever been. Okay, I'm going to tell you something. The Lee Lash works is what I'm going to say. It I works. just, I can't. Okay, you know how I feel. I mean, like. I, I so want to try it, like with everything in me. But you know how I feel? Like there were a couple of months ago, there was that Sunday in church where I felt like the Lord gave me that real strong enough. Yeah. Like I, I, I and so I'm at odds with the enough versus my deep need for a healing work in my eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I don't know. I don't. I don't shopaholic. Shopaholic or anything like that. But I just felt like it was a like just enough, like you you have enough, mm-hmm. and you don't need to you know, and um, and I, I kind of I got it, but yes. oh I need something I don't have enough I don't have enough eyelashes yes I don't have yep. enough helping me with my eyelashes, 
And I feel like any kind, here's what I'm going to say. And I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not, well, maybe I am going to encourage you one way or the other, but okay. you do what you need to do. <laughs> here's what I'm going to say. I feel like when a woman gets into her forties, yes. that whatever, whatever money we can afford to and good conscious spend on some beauty treatments is money that is well, well worth spent. it. Well worth it. Just to bring some pace. Just some pace. Things, uh, <laughs> things don't hold together no, like no, they no. used to. No. I'm going to tell you that a second ago when I was trying to get the, the recorder and the Skype to work together, mm-hmm. I accidentally hit the video button so that yeah. suddenly I was faced with myself. <laughs> and I, honest to goodness, I gasped. Like, I'm like, oh! <laughs> like, like, that, whoever that is. It's, it's not who I think I am. Like, no. Whoever that person is, mm-hmm. it's not what I see in my mind's eye when I think of there's, there's nothing that'll cause you to walk in some humility like accidentally having your iPhone camera pointed towards yes. your and looking down and seeing Golly. that. I know. I always, because I'm looking down, so the gravity's pulling things down. And maybe when I'm looking at people, it doesn't look like that. But here's what I'm going to tell you about the Lelash. Okay. I did not tell Gully that I bought it because it was a personal experiment well, you, to see. I, yeah, I was safe because I was out of town. Yes, yeah. but I wanted to see because yeah. I was like, Perry won't notice, but I was going to wait. And so it took like, what, probably six weeks. But last weekend when we were on our shopping weekend, we were in Dick's Sporting Goods checking out. And she looked at me and she said, what are you doing with your eyelashes? Because they are the longest they've ever been. Okay, well. And I was like, well, I will tell you. Listen, that I bought Santa Claus, if you can hear this. Yes. Well, and here's the thing that I will tell you. You pay, and I mean, I think it's $80 for that tube mm-hmm. that you get. But it lasts for like a year. So when you average that out. <laughs> it's, it's, mere, it's pennies mere, a day. Pennies it's, a day. It's dollar, mere dollars a month. It's pennies a day. And I will tell you this. All I'm using for mascara is that like $8 tube of Rimmel. So it's not like I'm investing in a big pricey mascara. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I've offset my mascara cost with the cost of my eyelashes being longer on their own. Okay. Well, so you know that's that, what I'm saying. You know the beginning of Homeland, like the opening credits of Homeland? Yes. You know how Claire Danes was the spokesperson? I don't know if she still is for Latisse. Yes. And do you know yes. that, have you noticed that there are several up close shots of her eyelashes? Oh, I haven't. And I al- so I always notice them. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, look at Claire Danes' eyelashes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's because she uses something on them. But I mean, like, but in addition to the fact that mine are sparse, I'm feeling them right now. Like they're just they're they're. I don't know. They just do not receive correction or training well. Yes, they, well, it's just it's bad news. And like right. part of the problem, I honestly think, is that my eyelids are interfering with them somehow. Like, I feel like my eyelids are droopy and I don't know. I, I just feel like I've got a lot going on. I, I had, I don't know. There's not world enough in time to talk about all my frustrations. Okay. Well, in that I'm area, just, but I'm just going to say the Lee lash. I will just say for anybody who's been interested in knowing it does. It, I will say that it works. And where do you buy it? Um, I bought it from my eyebrow girl. Of course. Okay. I did. <laughs> yeah. For, uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I, which she told me this past week, she said, you know, you can use that Lee lash on your eyebrows too. But I'm done growing out my eyebrows. To me, they're full enough. And I think that's just a racket. She's just wanting me to have to come see her more often. And I'm not mm-hmm. doing that. Plus I feel like the Lee lash is like precious. And so, oh, cause that's the other thing is after you use it every day, once you see, it says, once you see growth, then you can just use it on a maintenance basis. Okay. Like once every like three to five days. Okay. I wonder, do you think it's irritating if you wear contacts? I don't know. I put it on my, okay, I'm going to tell you something. Because I know about, you've got a system for it. Well, I'm about to tell you something that's going to make you howl that I have not admitted to the world. I told Gully last weekend on our shopping weekend, and we laughed until I thought we were both going to have to go find a bathroom. So you brush just a little, you don't use it on your bottom eyelashes, but you do like a tiny, it's got a little bitty brush, and you just brush it like eyeliner across the top of your lid. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the first couple of nights, it took me a while to get used to it. Like it kind of irritated my eye, but about a month ago, so I would put it on right before I went to bed. And about a month ago, I was, I had my magnifying mirror and I was checking my eyebrows to see if I needed to pluck any strays. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that I had started growing what appeared to be some eyelashes on my upper cheekbone. What? (laughs) Like on my face. No. 
<laughs> it was like just it was like three or four, but it was like dark hair. Because I think it was happening. <laughs> Do you think this is a side effect? Well, I had read. That's why you don't put it on your bottom lashes because it can get under there and you don't want that happening. No. I don't know that uh, I want them on my cheekbone either, though. Well, no, but I plucked them out. Well, gone. sure, I guess. <laughs> I, I didn't think you were going to put mascara on them. <laughs> so I plucked them out, and they haven't grown back. But I, what I realized was is I was going to bed before I really let it dry. Well, and then I think, like, I would rub my eye or something, and it was getting down in that area. That so is I, a good tip. Yes. Well, it's important because I mean, had if not for my magnifying mirror, that situation could have gotten away from me. People would have thought you were winking at them when you turned your face. So I don't know. I mean, at least that's what I'm telling myself. Maybe it's my hormones and I'm just getting hairy and I'm growing black hair on my cheekbones, but I'm hoping that it was the lead lash. Well, I've just got it that, yeah. Oh my, that is. But I mean, that tells you that's some powerful stuff. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so you can't play around with these beauty treatments. Listen, you're gonna have bald men all over the country slathering that stuff on their on their <laughs> on their heads. Well, if they would like fine wispy black hair <laughs> on their head, it may work. Otherwise, oh, goodness. Yeah. So anyway, that's well, I, I think I really might like this past week. I was. <laughs> I was at my wits end with them because I used to could just curl them and it was just, mm-hmm. it was fine. And, but the last really two years I have, I've noticed a decline in the state of my, of my eyelashes, which that makes me feel like the most shallow person alive to say that out loud, but it's true. And it bothers me. Yeah. I think it's fine. I just, well, coming from the second most shallow person, <laughs> I think it's totally fine. I think whatever you need to spend sometimes to look good, if you have the money to do it, and I just feel like at this stage in life, it just takes a little more maintenance is what I'm going to say. I will say, like, I got to do something. Somebody told me another something to put on them, and I can't remember what kind of product it was, but it was some department store or something that they said was really good. Okay. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Or, you know, I could just start wearing false eyelashes. I think, too, you know, for years, I maintain, too, I think that something that helps my eyelashes stay healthy is that I take off my eye makeup with just Vaseline. Yes. And I think that that Vaseline, like, helps condition them. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe not. It could. I think I should try that. Well, I just, I don't know. It's just things I tell myself. But. (laughs) But see that Vaseline, see, I'm not spending money on pricey eye makeup. Right. Remover. So you can, yeah, with what you're not spending on the pricey eye makeup remover, you can That's afford right. some Lee Lash. Yep. I don't spend money on expensive lip glosses. I just buy drugstore lip glosses. Right. So there you have it. I've saved money right and left. Speaking of drugstores, today I went in ours, which you know I have a love-hate relationship. I'm not naming stores' names. Yes. But you know I had that big thing about, would you like to check out at the cosmetics? Please come check. Hey, are you yeah. ready to check out at cosmetics yet? And today it was, I feel like I have to, I have to like psych myself up to go in there. And Mm -hmm. so, and then, you know, it's the whole, I'm confronted with the candy. You know, we've got this candy on special. Would you like to buy the candy? Um, And so today I go in, I'm just going, I need some, I need some shirt boxes to wrap presents. Mm -hmm. I need some Mm -hmm. body wash for the guest bathroom. Like I've got a real specific list. Yes. And, um, but I still, I did not get out of there without like a really specific conversation i don't know i don't know what it is i think that there's something at corporate about how you need to engage your customers in real life Mm -hmm. yeah i think it's you know and i didn't get into this i wrote about it a little bit but when gally and i were together last weekend and she had to call at&t and they did this to me when i'd had to call a couple of weeks ago like they want to ask you like like they were like well so what are you doing tonight and you're Uh like you know what I'm sitting outside of TNT because my phone is broken. So I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. We're not going to make sure conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we're not going to be friends. I mean, we're, we're, we're not going to strike up a friendship that's going to last forever. I just need you to help me with my problem. I feel like whoever has given them that advice has given it to them in error. I think it's a fine line between, and that's where I thought, you know, it's tricky because, I mean, like as a customer, I'm, uh, you know, I'm picky, I guess. But mm-hmm. there's a fine line between being helpful and being annoying. Yes. And yes. 
And I, I don't know. It's I'm the same way with like the you know. Let's just get the hey. Let's where'd you grow up? Let's 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 get familiar with each other. No, I don't mm-hmm. want to get familiar with each other. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want mm-hmm. somebody to fix this. Yes, I don't want to tell you how the weather is down here. It's hot. It's always hot. I'm in Texas. I don't want to talk about where my accent came from. Mm-hmm. I don't. I just. I don't. And it's not. It's just that I'm calling because I have a problem. You're already frustrated. I'm getting worked up talking about it. You're already frustrated because you've got this problem that you're trying to deal yes. with. So, and that other is not a good time to try to upsell me on that. I want to move my internet to you either. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, there you have it. Mm-hmm. These are conversations I've clearly had in my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dear sirs. Uh-huh. Dear sir, do not tell me that I can get you verse. I know I can, but that requires a lot of, uh, that's a pain. That requires me having to have Dish Network come out here. Y'all aren't worried about that. I don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Right now, I just want my phone to work. Thank you. Yes. I just, I just want a TV. So just whatever or whatever my problem is that particular day. Well, um, okay. We got anything else? I don't think so. Unless you do. I think that's all I have. That's, that's- 53 minutes oh i'm just as sorry as i can be that is 53 full minutes of nothing well listen but at least you've got christmas to listen to it (laughs) (laughs) yeah listen you You can listen to jesus and Uh you got this podcast that's right you've got this podcast to to get you through the christmas thumbs up to 2014 there you go yeah i guess we probably won't do another one before then oh i can't fathom we we. (laughs) will I can't, I can't fathom we will. No, I can't imagine that that would happen. I can't, I can't even imagine. Um, oh, did you, um, did we talk, did I ask you before, didn't I, did you, did you get Perry stuff? Did I get him stuff? Uh-huh. I did. I mean, just, um, I'm, I can tell you cause he's not going to listen to this. Right. Um, I got him like a fishing shirt, but like a nice fishing shirt okay. and, um, another like t-shirt and then a pair of pajama pants and, um, oh, and I got him a mug that says P3. Oh yeah. That's you know, the he, one you told me about. Yeah. Okay. So I just, just wondered. Yeah. Are you, did you get David stuff? I know yeah, but he's down the hall. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I just did that and that was kind of it because I can't get him anything that he would consider fun because right. he's too picky. Right. Well, so, and it and and would probably just get by it for himself if he really wanted it. Well, yeah. I mean, he already had, yeah. I mean, he doesn't need me to go buy him anything. So I just was like, well, I mean, this is some stuff that, you know, at least he'll open and he'll use. So I tried to just go that route. Well, I think that's a good route to go. Yes. Practical. Very yeah. practical. I like that. Yeah. So that's it. All right. Well, um, well, I'm gonna see if I can get this thing converted and into GarageBand and actually edit it and whatnot. But okay. All right. Well, keep me posted. And so I guess I'll just say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, everybody. And Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, everybody. Okay. And we'll talk to you later. All right. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye.